0: Welcome to episode 54 of the Mayberry Devotional, entitled, Start. Today, I'm looking at season 2, episode 19 of the Andy Griffith Show, A Medal for Opie. I'll be also looking at scripture from 2 Timothy, chapter 2, verse 15. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. This episode starts off with Andy and Barney sitting around the courthouse, with Barney discussing the raise that he's applied for with the county. This little conversation becomes important later in the episode. The conversation quickly turns to Andy and Barney working as officials at Boys' Day as Barney gets excited about his position and he shoots a hole in the roof. Later, we see several young boys stop by the courthouse to sign up for events where we learn that Opie is signing up for the 50-yard dash. Barney then decides that he's going to train Opie so that he'll be able to win him a medal. The next few scenes are really comedic genius, as we see Barney getting caught jumping rope and being made fun of, Barney running out of steam while riding a bicycle while Opie runs off and leaves him, and then Andy pushing Barney off with his feet while showing him a leg exercise. As Opie sleeps that night, he has dreams of competing in events at Boys' Day, and he ends up winning practically every medal. Now, some of you trained noticers might correct me on this, but if I counted correctly, when Andy pins the last medal on Opie's back... That made 29 medals that he'd won, well, in his dream. When the day of the event comes, we see Andy and Opie giving some instructions to the boys concerning the events, and again, you know Barney, he fires his gun accidentally. The 50-yard dash is the first event, and well, in the end, we see that Opie finishes last, and he walks off the track disappointed. Later on, back at the Taylor household, we see Aunt B and Andy come home, and they find Opie sitting in the living room of their house, just moping over his loss. Andy sits down and talks to Opie about it. Real, really, he's a poor loser and how he should have stayed to congratulate his friends. Opie, you don't see it that way, and well, he continues to be in a bad mood. In the end, we see that Andy tells Opie that he's disappointed in him, and you can tell it hurts Opie. When Andy goes back to the courthouse and he's talking to Barney, Barney comes up with this idea how he can show Opie what it's like to be a sore loser. He comes up with the idea to, to pretend to act sore because he didn't get his raise, when Opie does come by the courthouse, he talks to Andy, not wanting him to be disappointed in him, and they discuss what it means to lose. While Opie doesn't understand all of it, it appears he's willing to try and understand what he can. Barney doesn't know of their conversation, and he bursts into the courthouse, throwing a fit, acting like he would got the answer to his pay raise, and it was a bad one. Opie sees the way he's acting, and he leaves. He's not wanting to be around a sore loser like that. After Opie is gone, Barney seems to take credit for turning Opie around, and Andy gives Barney the real news that, well, he didn't get the raise like he was expecting. Once Barney finds out the truth, he throws a bigger fit, bigger than the one that he had when he was pretending to, to throw a fit. In the epilogue, Barney is talking to Juanita about going out on a date for Saturday night, and you can see that, well, Barney just doesn't have enough money for this big date. So, Opie stops by at his piggy bank, and while he's counting out the money, Barney kind of comes up with an idea. He tries to hint around to Opie that he wants to borrow some money. Opie kind of takes it the other way, and he thinks that Barney's wanting to take him out to eat Chinese. And it ends up snowballing to the fact that Opie gets invited, Andy gets invited, Aunt B, and some of Aunt B's friends, who are not even mentioned, all get invited to go out to eat Chinese. Now, the illustration from the show that I want to use comes from the idea of practicing we see how Barney decides to take it upon himself to teach Opie how to be the best fifty-yard dash man that he can be. He has him running and skipping rope, and while we don't see it, I'm sure this goes on for several days. Opie has to start to practice if he wants to win. Unfortunately, we know that Opie doesn't win. When the day of the race comes, Opie looks to be the smallest of the competitors, probably the youngest one there, and I'm safe to say, yeah, he's probably got the shortest legs. Now, had only one of those been a factor. I think Opie would have stood a chance, but when you combine all of them and then add the fact of he didn't have really the, what you might call professional training, it's going to be hard to overcome, but I'm sure that Opie practiced as if he was going to be the tallest, the oldest, he, the, the longest legs, and he trained like he had the best professional trainer that he could get. Opie practiced so that running would be like second nature to him and that it would be real natural. The Bible verse I want to use comes from 2 Timothy 2, verse 15, where it says, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. This letter to Timothy is like an uplifting letter. It's bragging about the things that Timothy has done and giving him instruction for the future. Paul tells him to study so he can be approved by God. What Paul is expecting out of Timothy here is, is more He doesn't want him just to be a normal Christian. He knows that Timothy has it in him to excel. And I'm guessing he's expecting Timothy to go out and preach God's word. He tells him to study, or as I related to our episode today, he tells him to practice. He has to practice God's word. As the runners practice to get better and better at running, Timothy, and really all of us, need to practice studying God's word so that we know it better and better. When a runner practices and practices and then goes out and runs and gives it the best, he may lose, but he knows that he's done all he can. And hopefully he won't be ashamed of his effort. But one who doesn't practice and just goes out there and tries and hasn't done anything, well, he'll be ashamed because he knows that he's not done all that he can. He's not practiced and he's not ready. In the last part of the verse... Paul says rightly dividing the word of truth to which I think he's talking about presenting the gospel truthfully and as best as he knows how Timothy is as we are needs to study God's word so that it comes natural to us and so when we need it it'll be there how many of us can quote old aunt Mariah Dooley or the Juanita song from memory pretty much what's a lot of us and most good trained notices can tell you Barney's three middle names And it's all because we've watched Andy so much. And it just comes natural. But can you quote scripture that easy? And no, Jesus' web doesn't really count. Now, I'm not trying to make anybody feel bad here because I'm probably at the front of the line, if we're being honest. Now, you might say that you don't have time to study scripture more. You don't have time to practice our knowledge of scripture. But how often do we make time for Facebook, Twitter, games on our phone, or other social media accounts in general. And what about Andy Griffith reruns? Okay, maybe I'm crossing the line with that one, but let's make that the last thing that we try to cut out, if we, if we really want to be honest and cut things out. When we practice and study scripture, we show ourselves to be a worker who isn't ashamed, that it would just come natural that we know these things. How natural is it to talk to somebody about Andy and Barney? Shouldn't it be just as natural to talk to them about the Bible? If you don't already, take time out every day to read Bible verses. If you don't have a Bible app on your phone, look for the Bible app by Version. It's a pretty good app, and you can start downloading it, and you can look up Bible reading plans. You can start with something small, or you can go all the way and read through the Bible in the entire year. But the important thing is, we need to start. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Mayberry Devotional. If you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast and leave me a rating or a comment. I'd appreciate it. And next week, we'll look at Season 2, Episode 20, Barney and the Choir. And Until then, thanks for listening.